Is it any wonder that in a sweep of the Tampa Bay Rays, the Cincinnati Reds played their best baseball of the year? Yeah, that's not really a stretch to say, but it's something that we need to keep in mind whenever we're heading into trade deadline season where we're worried about an ownership group that might get distracted. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? This is Jeff from Lockdown Reds here for a special post-series episode of the Lockdown Reds podcast. A little bit shorter. We're going to have a normal Monday episode with Steve coming out for you later on Monday. But I wanted to recap this series because it's the first sweep that the Reds have had since August of 2021 last year when they actually swept the Marlins in four games. However, we all remember that well because that is when the collapse started and the Reds fell out of the playoff race. But overall, great three games stretch for this Reds team and I attribute a lot of that to the return of Tyler Stevenson dude absolutely went off on the series talking about five for nine and and by series I really just mean because he was back on Saturday Saturday and Sunday and I love the story that Charlie Goldsmith had in the inquire he was talking about how Tyler Stevenson was almost late to the game on Saturday because he forgot all of his stuff in Louisville and he was about 40 miles out of town before he realized that 40 miles outside of Cincinnati he had driven all the way from Louisville and and that's kind of funny to me I mean you know it's it's nice to remember that every so often these guys are regular guys too how many times have you been late for work and almost forgotten everything that you needed but overall an amazing series for this red legs we'll look at the hitting we'll look at the pitching and kind of put this past eight days into perspective because it's been some good baseball. We need to make sure that the ownership group for the Reds do not get it twisted. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Lockdown Reds postcast. Uh, We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make sure you're subscribed um, on all platforms because we're free and available on all platforms. I mentioned Stevenson. He was a huge boon. This lineup is just different with him in the middle. You're talking about a power bat, a dude who is a hard out, who was fantastic. Like I mentioned, five hits. He had one of the three homers in the third inning yesterday. And there's nothing more beautiful, I think, for this team as far as a in-game event. Sure, you can talk about some really good pitching performances from guys, but if you want to talk about some real quick hitter stuff during the course of a game, if Jonathan India and Tyler Stevenson hit a home run in the same inning, that's just like ah, the future, baby. Love it. Love seeing that. That was a great game. And then, of course, Moose. Mike Moustakis. He had been sitting on 199 career home runs forever. He finally got number 200 yesterday. I And I felt so happy for him because there's been all this stuff. And I don't know if you saw the tweet thread that I shared. I believe it was Stephen Ortlieb on Twitter had uh, some very damning stats of Moose that up until yesterday, Ian Happ had more home runs at Great American Ballpark than Moose has had as a Red. Hap has eight. He had seven. Now he has eight. So they're both tied. So it's not as if that really got that much better. But still. Only eight home runs as a Red at Great American Ballpark. That's just wild to think. But he hit number 200 yesterday. Here's hoping that can help maybe, I don't know, loosen him up at the plate a little bit. 
or maybe this is just more of the same where it's a homer every so often, but I was happy to see that for Moose. And overall, on the weekend, you're talking about probably your most valuable play. I love the return of Tyler Stevenson and what he does for this lineup, but Brandon Jury, I really thought, was going to make a one last push for the All-Star game. Of course, All-Star reserves were announced uh, you know, just a little bit ago as I'm recording this. And only Luis Castillo made the NL All-Star team, which shout out to Luis. That's awesome that he made it. He's had a great stretch that I want to talk about here in a few minutes. But we have been saying for a while that Brandon Drury deserved a nod here. I kind of thought he was going to be the guy instead of Castillo. He had a phenomenal, really a phenomenal week, but he had a great weekend as well. Six hits on the series. He had a homer on Friday. He had three doubles on Saturday and Sunday. Just a phenomenal three-game stretch. And really what I thought might have been an audition. I don't know. The Rays might be interested in Brandon Drury. There's not really a rumor there. That's just kind of me putting two and two together. They need some hitting help. You saw that they put Wander Franco and Kevin Kiermeyer on the injured list. Their lineup took a huge hit there. And I mean, they scored five runs on Sunday, but really was that Rays lineup any threat to this pitching staff all weekend long? I'm going to tell you about some awesome pitching numbers here in just a moment, because uh, this was a great weekend for the Red Legs. Absolutely fantastic. And you love to see it. And you know what you love to see? Things being easier for you in your daily life, like getting your everyday vitamins, all the vitamins that you need. It's very hard to always get every single one of them. I know I'm, I've always had a problem with this, but Athletic Greens is here to help. Athletic Greens has created a product, AG1, that will deliver all of the vitamins and nutrients you need each and every day in one glass of water. All you have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 in a glass of water at the beginning of each day, and you're getting all of those superfood and, and, and probiotics and things that are going to just make you feel healthier. It's going to help you each and every day. It's helped me. I, I have felt so much better since taking AG1 every single day. And you could check it out today at athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. You can get an amazing deal. They will include a year's supply of vitamin D with your first order and five free travel packs of AG1. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB network today to pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. And speaking of making things easy, the sports card investor is making things easy to fill out your sports card collection. Whether you're talking about your baseball card collection, I've got a couple of things I need to open already as far as packs go. But when you're talking about baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, they've got celebrity cards, they've got Marvel. All of this great stuff can be found on the sports card investor app. You can download it today on the Google Play Store or on the Apple App Store. And you can go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on to find the link for your device today. That's sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on to find the link. Sports card investor is going to help you keep track of the market. You're going to find good deals on guys. You're going to see what cards have been going for here recently. I'm guessing that Nick Lodolo has been taken up after that performance he had yesterday, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but you can track all that stuff on the sports card investor app on the Google play store or on the Apple app store. Just go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. 
Thanks again for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. Make sure to check out Locked On MLB Prospects later on as he, as Lindsay is getting you ready for the draft coming up this Sunday. Might have to have him on to talk about what he thinks the Reds might do in this draft. I've got some takes as well, which we will flesh out throughout the week. That's Locked On MLB Prospects, just like Locked On Reds, free and available on all platforms. But real quick, let's talk about the pitching from this series with the Rays because it was phenomenal. 35 strikeouts compared to just 12 walks in 29 innings. They only allowed nine earned runs. And the fact that you take out, they had such an insurmountable lead, not insurmountable, but a huge lead on Sunday. And I really felt like Nick Lodolo almost let his guard down. You saw him come out in the fourth. First three innings, he was on it, man. Pitch efficient. He was throwing strikes. He was getting guys out. Absolutely beautiful pitching. And then the fourth inning, he threw 41 pitches. 41 pitches because he came out and it was like right away. Bing, bang, boom. Bases were loaded. Guys were getting hits. He gave up a home run to start that inning to Randy Arazarena. But all of this stuff started happening. And I think it kind of shocked him a little bit as if like, oh, man, I got too comfortable. I got a seven run lead. I got to got to get back into this game because if you look at the starts that he's had this year, he's not really had to pitch with a big lead. And, and it's weird to say because, I mean, we we sitting at home watching the game or sitting in the stands watching the game thing. Guy's got a seven-run lead. Just throw strikes, right? Let's get out of here. But there's a little bit of a, a not necessarily a letdown, but I think an emotional relaxing for a pitcher on the mound whenever he's got such a big lead. And a veteran pitcher knows how to put that aside and focus on the guy who's at the plate. I think Nicoladolo might have learned that the hard way, although he still limited the damage. He got out of the fourth inning with the bases loaded and only gave up three runs. You kind of would have liked to have kept the scoreboard clean there. But again, solo homer by Randy Arazarena started that inning, so the shutout was gone almost immediately. But he was able to stop the bleeding when he needed to, and the bullpen came in, and other than Joe Kunal giving up two homers, um, there in the, uh, seventh inning, I believe that was, um, yeah, there, there was really a good day. In fact, that kind of continued a trend throughout the entire series. The bullpen pitched 11 innings and gave up four earned runs. Yeah. The Reds bullpen gave up four earned runs in 11 innings. And two of those earned runs were pretty much inconsequential. The Joe Kunal two runs that he gave up yesterday. In fact, he pitched really good in the 10th inning on Friday, so it's kind of hard to like sit here and poo-poo Joel Kunal after that nice performance on Friday because we always say relief pitching is a fickle thing. The Reds are proving that here today. Now, there were two guys on Sunday that I'm interested in when we're talking about future bullpen aces, and I'll probably bring this up with Steve later on today, but that's Dowry Moretta and Alexis Diaz. Both guys pitched phenomenal. Dowry Moretta, two innings of clean baseball, had four strikeouts in a row to end those two innings. Just a phenomenal performance by him. But a great bullpen weekend. And overall, talking about Lodolo, if you want to combine him with Hunter Green for this series, that's 11 innings. We're talking about the future of the Reds' starting rotation. 11 innings, 12 hits, four earned runs, five walks, 15 strikeouts. And as I saw the stat the other or yesterday, Hunter Green had 38 pitches of over 100 miles an hour. I mean, mm, you get that change up rolling. I, I don't know who's going to touch him, but the future is bright. And not to be outdone, I mentioned this earlier, Luis Castillo, named to the All-Star game, his second 
all-star game of his career. He pitched seven innings on Friday. Beautiful outing. Seven innings of eight strikeouts. Only five base runners, one earned run allowed. Five total base runners for uh, one hit and a um, couple of walks, or two hits and whatever. It's five base runners. I forgot to write down the denomination there. He has had an amazing stretch. His last three starts, 20 innings, 25 strikeouts, two earned runs. Two. People aren't scoring on him. He is showing, and I saw a list the other day on MLB Trade Rumors saying that he is the fourth best trade chip available. Fourth? There ain't no way. Dude's the top. He is the top trade chip available. They had Wilson Contreras ranked number one. There's, there's no way. Luis Castillo is better than Wilson Contreras so far as the trade chip goes. Maybe they're talking about how expensive and, and, and things like that, but give me Luis Castillo. He is the best available player on this trade market. I don't care what anybody else says. So let's put these last eight days into perspective because this season or this series sweep of the Rays kind of brings into short relief what has gone on. These last eight days have been the best eight-day stretch for the Reds. They had that doubleheader on Thursday, so they were able to have nine nine games in eight days. Normally, and especially this year, you say nine games in eight days, and you're like, oh, this is going to be bad. It wasn't. They went six and three. They had a 3.32 ERA. Their pitching has been lights out. The lineup could be a little bit better. 240 batting average. That's not phenomenal. That's not great. But they have hit 12 homers in these last nine games. And hey, they're firmly ahead of the Oakland A's and the Washington Nationals, not in last place in the Major League Baseball anymore. And they're tied in the win column with the Royals, although the Royals do have two less losses than the Reds do, which means they've got to play two more games to get to the point where the Reds are. But overall, I, I don't want management to get this twisted. And, and, you know, depending on how the Cubs and Dodgers finish up tonight, the Cubs scored eight runs in the first three innings against the Dodgers. And they're losing nine to eight as I speak right now, as we record. I'm not sure how this game finishes because I'm recording it during that game. But that that's that's a crazy thing in and of itself. But depending on how the Cubs finish, the Reds could be two games back of not last in the Central. That's all well and good. Don't get a twisted management. The Reds should be active sellers. They should be looking to sell whoever they can for a good. I'm not saying just trade them to trade them, like get a good deal, get some good prospects back because you can. Yeah, don't be attaching bad contracts to Luis Castillo or Tyler Malley or something like that just to get them out of here. Get some good players back. And I think they know this, but I don't want them to look at the last nine games and think, ooh, well, you know, maybe they're figuring it out. Maybe, 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 maybe. No, no, no. No, maybe. We're, we're, no. Mm-mm. Make sure you sell. But hey, it's been fun to watch Reds baseball here the last couple of days. And now they play the Yankees. We'll uh, talk about what that means <laughs> coming up on the next Locked On Reds. Thank you so much for watching the special edition of the Locked On Reds podcast and, and listening here on the uh, special edition. Make sure you check out the full episode coming up Monday as Steve and I break down the series, break down what the future looks like, and we start to look toward the draft and we look toward 
hopefully a very active trade season, which probably won't start until after the draft as a lot of teams are focusing their scouting departments on uh, the prospects of tomorrow. Anyway, if you want to learn more about the prospects of tomorrow, check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Lindsey Crosby, he knows what's up on who's next. Locked On MLB Prospects is just like Locked On Reds, free and available on all platforms. I'll talk to you soon.